Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. The Anomaly of Confidential and Intelligence Funds One of the main bedrocks of representative democracy that is financed by hard-earned taxes from citizens is the principle of transparency and accountability in relation to how these taxes are spent. In an ideal world, this principle is operationalized when Congress, which is composed of elected representatives, prepares and deliberates on the national budget. The process, in itself, allows for members of Congress to review how previously appropriated funds were spent, even though this power of oversight can also be invoked outside the budget deliberations. As designed, it is the people's elected representatives that approve the budget, and the people, through them, are represented in ensuring transparency and accountability. Beyond congressional budget deliberations and oversight, transparency and accountability of public funds are further ensured through the constitutionally warranted auditing mechanisms conducted by the Commission on Audit, COA, whose powers are specified in Article 9, Letter D, of the 1987 Constitution. Section 2, 1, clearly states that the COA shall have the power, authority, and duty to examine, audit, and settle all accounts pertaining to the revenue and receipts of, and expenditures or uses of funds and property, owned or held in trust by, or pertaining to, the government, or any of its subdivisions, agencies, or instrumentalities, including government-owned or controlled corporations with original charters. Furthermore, Section 2, 2, bestows on COA exclusive authority, subject to the limitations provided by the Constitution, the power to define the scope of its audit and examination, establish the techniques and methods required therefore, and promulgate accounting and auditing rules and regulations, including those for the prevention and disallowance of irregular, unnecessary, excessive, extravagant, or unconscionable expenditures, or uses of government funds and properties. The Constitution has also stated clearly and in no uncertain terms that no agency, or expenditure, shall be exempt from the power of COA. Specifically, Section 3 states that no law shall be passed exempting any entity of the government or its subsidiary in any guise whatsoever, or any investment of public funds, from the jurisdiction of the Commission on Audit. We now witness the wholesale violation of this constitutional provision not just by the executive branch but with complicity by Congress and, ironically, with consent by COA itself, in the anomalous presence of the so-called confidential and intelligence funds. Confidential and intelligence funds are lump-sum appropriations that are earmarked for expenses involving surveillance and intelligence information gathering activities. Confidential funds are used for confidential expenses in relation to the conduct of surveillance activities by non-military government agencies in support of their mandate or operations. On the other hand, intelligence funds are used to finance information gathering activities conducted by the uniformed and military personnel and intelligence practitioners that have a direct impact on national security. The existence of this fund was presumably given legal cover by the 2015 Joint Circular signed by COA with the Department of Budget and Management, the Department of the Interior and Local Government, the Governance Commission for Government-Owned and Controlled Corporations, and the Department of National Defense. The circular enumerated the allowable expenses for the funds. It clearly stipulated that while national government agencies can receive both confidential and intelligence funds, local government units and government-owned and controlled corporations can only receive confidential funds. There can be no debate that uniformed agencies and the military would require these kinds of funds. It is, however, anomalous when agencies that are not supposed to be involved in surveillance are given funds.
the case of the Office of the Vice President, which constitutionally has no distinct official function, will receive P500 million in confidential funds, an amount that is second only to the Office of the President and is even much higher than the confidential funds for the Department of Justice and for the Defense Department. The Department of Education, which is headed by Vice President Sarah Duterte, will receive P150 million in confidential funds. In reaction to criticisms, Duterte defended the amount by arguing that education is intertwined with national security. She would like to make us believe that national security is achieved if we mold children to become patriotic and who would love and defend their country. She, however, left us clueless on how conducting surveillance activities would produce these kinds of children. It behooves us to ask who will be subjected to these surveillance activities. We can only surmise that this can only be used to red-tag progressive teachers, particularly members of teachers' unions. What is most worrisome is that these funds, by their very nature of being confidential, would not be subjected to regular auditing mechanisms. While funds can be appropriated for the purposes outlined in the joint circular, what becomes problematic is when these funds are in the form of lump sum appropriations and where normal post-audit processes are not conducted. While agencies are required to submit proposals on how the funds will be spent, there is no mechanism to audit how this is spent, thereby opening the possibility for abuse or misuse. We thus see the specter of secretive surveillance operations that the public has no recourse to scrutinize, in violation of the principles of transparency and accountability. Defenders of these funds point to their legality being ensured by the existence of the 2015 Joint Circular. They further point out that since it is contained in the General Appropriation Act, approved by Congress as law, it is perfectly legal. However, the Constitution, which is supreme, speaks differently. It can be argued that the complicity of COA in suspending its regular auditing procedures, and its giving special treatment to confidential and intelligence funds, is an act that can be construed as a betrayal of its constitutional jurisdiction. One cannot argue that just because reports are submitted to COA, it is already exercising its jurisdictional powers. COA's jurisdiction is not just a matter of receiving proposals for funding. To exercise jurisdiction properly entails the full exercise of official powers pursuant to what is constitutionally prescribed, which is to examine and audit how funds are actually spent and to settle all accounts without exception. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.